Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Diva Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, and this week we're talking about whether eating more often can help you burn more calories. Despite the recent popularity of intermittent fasting, there's still a widespread belief that eating every two or three hours will help you lose weight by keeping your metabolism stoked up. Or conversely, that going too long between meals will cause your metabolism to slow down. I think one of the reasons that these notions have gotten so much traction is that people haul out some really scientific-sounding explanations that seem, well, very scientific and therefore believable. There are two basic arguments that you'll hear to support this claim, and we'll tackle them one at a time. The first goes like this. Your body, when deprived of food for a period of time, will go into quote-unquote starvation mode. This is when the body burns fewer calories in order to conserve energy just in case the food shortage continues. Now, during a famine, you'd need to live on your stored fat, and down-regulating your metabolism is a way to make those fat stores go a bit further. It's sort of similar to the way your laptop adjusts its energy usage when it's running on batteries by making your screen a little bit dimmer, for example. When food is plentiful again, your metabolism goes back to normal, just the way your screen gets brighter when you plug your laptop back in. If there were actually a famine, you'd be so glad that your body is designed this way. But if you're trying to lose weight, the last thing you want is increased fuel efficiency. You want to be burning through stored fat like an RV burns through a tank of gas. So the trick is to reassure your body that there is no shortage of food by eating every few hours, and then your body will oblige you by continuing to burn calories with reckless metabolic abandon, or so the story goes. It makes sense, doesn't it? And it's sort of true. Your body does respond to a prolonged fast by slowing your metabolism to conserve energy. Here's the thing, though. Your body doesn't go into starvation mode if you go four hours without food. In fact, it takes about three days of fasting or serious caloric restriction for your body to respond with any sort of metabolic adjustment. Not only is there no harm in going a bit longer between meals, but there may actually be some benefits. And I talked about some of those in episode number 32, How Often Should You Eat?, The second argument, which sounds even more technical and is therefore even more impressive, has to do with something called the thermic effect of food. And this is a term that scientists use to describe the energy that your body spends releasing energy from your food. 
you can think of it as a sort of transaction tax that your body charges you to convert the energy in your food into a form of energy that your cells can use. If a meal contains 300 calories worth of food energy, converting that food energy into cellular energy might use up 30 calories or so. So you'd end up with just 270 calories worth of energy when it's all over. It's a little bit like changing money in a foreign country. In order to convert your dollars into euros, you have to pay the money changer a fee. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Some people have interpreted the thermic effect of food to mean that if your body is constantly in the process of digesting food, then it will constantly be burning calories via the thermic effect of food, and that if you go too long between meals, you'll be missing out on that calorie-burning opportunity. But just like at the money changer, the fee to exchange food energy into body energy is more or less a percentage of how much you're changing. It doesn't matter whether you exchange all your money in one lump sum at the beginning of your trip or change small amounts of money three times a day. The fees are going to be based on how much money you convert. And the thermic effect of food is based on how much you eat, not when you eat it. Although eating more frequently won't necessarily affect the thermic effect of food, I do have three possible ways to increase diet-induced thermogenesis and burn more calories. And the first one is to eat your biggest meals earlier in the day. Although the research is somewhat limited, you could use up to 30% more calories digesting a meal eaten in the morning than you would if you ate that same meal in the evening. In one study, that amounted to 90 extra calories a day. And this may be one of the reasons that people who eat more of their calories earlier in the day tend to lose a little bit more weight. However, for better or for worse, most of us follow the opposite pattern, eating most of our calories in the second half of the day. The second strategy would be to eat more protein and less fat. The balance of macronutrients, protein, fat, and carbs in a meal also affects the thermic effect of food. 
it takes more energy to digest protein than it does to digest carbs or fat. In other words, that metabolic money changer levies a higher transaction tax to exchange protein into energy, much the way you might pay a surcharge to exchange traveler's checks rather than cash. As a result, you'll burn more calories digesting a high-protein meal than you would digesting a low-protein meal that has the same number of calories. Now, protein is definitely king when it comes to the thermic effect of food, but is there any meaningful difference between carbs and fat? Well, again, the research is pretty limited, but some studies suggest that a meal that's higher in carbohydrates and or fiber will have a higher thermic effect of food than one that is high in fat. And the third strategy is to eat fewer highly processed foods, because one interesting study found that more highly processed foods have a lower thermic effect of food than more minimally processed foods. It seems that it's more costly for your body to release the stored energy in whole grains, vegetables, or legumes than it does to release the same amount of stored energy in chips, donuts, or energy drinks. So here's the bottom line. In terms of the thermic effect of food, it really doesn't matter how often you eat. If you want to maximize the effect of diet-induced thermogenesis, eat earlier and increase your protein. And it may also help to avoid meals that are very high in fat and or highly processed foods. But rest assured that going four or even 12 hours between meals will have virtually no effect on your resting metabolism. And it's also not necessary to eat every few hours in order to keep your blood sugar steady. In fact, spacing your meals out more can have some very beneficial effects on your blood sugar and on other aspects of your health as well. In the show notes for today's episode, I've included links to some other episodes I've done that explore the effective meal timing on weight loss and blood sugar, as well as citations for much of the research that I discussed today. And you'll find all of that at quickanddirtytips.com. If you have a nutrition question, search the archives. And if you don't find the answer, send me an email or call the Nutrition Diva listener line at 443-961-6206. And I might answer your question in an upcoming episode. The Nutrition Diva show is written and researched by me, Monica Reinagel. It's edited by Karen Hertzberg. Our producer is Nathan Sems. And our wonderful team at McMillan Audio also includes Emily Miller, Michelle Margulis, Morgan Ratner, our intern, Claire Freeman, and our director, Kathy Doyle. If you enjoy this podcast, you might also enjoy my podcast with Brock Armstrong of the Get Fit Guy podcast. The podcast we do together is called Change Academy, and it's all about how to implement positive change in your life in a way that lasts. You'll find it wherever you listen. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories, but your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today.
you can do this when you Angie that. 